And what's up? Good morning. Happy another happy there I go again with that. Happy another again. Happy Friday. Another episode of Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. This is your bandicoot. I am here with another helping of my crazy, crazy life and one how I got from point A to point B. Uh, so I want to first off and say thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast and supports. Um, I really appreciate you. This is not easy to get on here. And uh, even though it's, even though I'm in the comfort of my own home, sitting behind my computer, and uh, looking at my mic, and there's nobody else here in this room but me and my story. Uh, so it's still not easy because you have to, uh, you, you have to let, your guard down, even when you're telling your own story, which is cool. You have to do that, right? So, this is episode nine. I know in episode eight, I kept saying episode ten, like I skipped the whole chapter. <laughs> so, but you know, it's my story. It's just like Star Wars, right? There are some sub stories, and you know, <laughs> but we'll, and I'll, I'll revisit those um, uh, later. Uh, but I just wanted to—I want to give you my story in chronological, and then I come back and give you the side story. Um, again, for those of you if this is your first time listening to this podcast, and you're like, "What this dude talking about?" You know, I tell you exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, my life and how I want my goal and my desire is to help other men or people in general, women too. I mean, it's not a—you know. Um, it's not, it's not all inclusive, uh, because we've all been through something and felt shame for it or whatever, right? That is why we are here. We, you know, you, you go through stuff and you, you learn. Okay. But I will make an announcement on the, uh, on this ninth episode of, uh, the Knucklehead Chronicles is that I started, uh, Therapy yesterday. You know, so so I, I keep telling y'all, this is just not for me. I mean, it's not for y'all. This is for me too. And I went to my first therapy session. My doctor, she is amazing. Um, and it, she gave me the floor and, and kind of let me vent. And I took her to heaven and back <laughs> in an hour that I had to put. Uh, I appreciate her. I think we, we have a long way to go. Um, but she's great and she was able to listen. So that I say that to say this, if you are listening to this and you're struggling emotionally, you need somebody to talk to, man, go to it. Find your therapist, man. Especially if you got insurance. <laughs> if you got insurance, if you got, if you got pretty good insurance, man, go down there and get your therapist here and stop playing. Um, because mental health is a big thing now. And, a lot, not not enough people are taking advantage of what they have the resources. So if you have the resources, go on now and get you a therapist. We're playing. All right, y'all. So let's buckle up. All right, let's buckle up. 
Let's get into episode nine. Okay, check this out. So if you listen to the episode eight, I keep telling y'all, if, you, if you're new to this and you're jumping in the middle of this story, you're going to have to go all the way back to episode one and catch up. <laughs> all right. But I promise you, they're short. That's the reason why I do them at 30-minute uh, intervals, because they're short. All right. So episode nine. The episode nine, the, this chapter right here um, in my life, uh, this was back in... 2013 yeah 2013 um now mind you me me and my second wife strawberry um we split up and <sighs> we've been 10 years of marriage at that point uh, but that's not a thing no there but we split up and she just well she didn't split it, it wasn't a mutual split she, she said, I'm out. I, I, I can't. Um, because like I told you guys in episode eight, you know, I cheated on I cheated on her with a young lady that ran in the same circles as us. Um, and this young lady and I, it was pretty intense. It wasn't like, you know, just someone. It wasn't a one night stand. Uh, me, and, me and this young lady, we took it to the extreme. And, and, and it was like, um it got to a point where we weren't even trying to hide it anymore. Now, like she was married, but her husband was an abuser. And that was her escape. My, my wife, the strawberry at the time was an emotional abuser, kind of, sort of, or that's the way I saw her. Or that's the way I wanted to see it, be truthful. And that was my out to cheat or that was my justification in my brain for cheating. And, you know, all of that. So, I mean, I'm going to get into some stories about the stuff that happened while I was with Strawberry, even with the older lady that I was with. We'll get into that in a sec. Um, that's a backstory, too. I, I completely missed that. Uh, I maybe mean, didn't. No, I didn't. I hate it. Episode two or three. Um, okay, so she leaves. This is in June of 2013. Um. I leave and I go live with my bestie from high school, my bestie, my best friend, my homeboy, my 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 shooter, my ace. Right? We hadn't seen each other in years, but I hit him up on Facebook and I think I put up a post and I was I was really sad because my life was in shambles at the time and uh, I, I put up a post on Facebook and he responded. He said, "Man, what you doing? No, you don't even come and stay with me, man. Why you tripping?" I'm like, man, I don't know you stay, you know, whatever. So I go to Greensboro. Like I said in episode eight, you know, I was I was being really selfish. And I was like, you know, you can leave. That's your business. But I'm not going to watch you leave. So I left. I didn't help her pack. I didn't do nothing. I just I got up. I, I got uh, I went and bought me a bus ticket and I was gone. So I get to Greensboro. Now this is another this is a this is a dark part. This is a dark uh episode uh, episode or part of my life. I get to Greensboro. Now, when I tell you guys my mental my mental capacity at this point, I was completely shattered. Like we talking suicide thoughts. We talking I wanna t- I, I wanna just take it out in the world. That that right um so i got to greensboro 
to my, my guy's house and I, I thought he was living okay. You know what I'm saying? He, he, uh, he, he kept, you know, kind of kept me updated about, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to go out. We're going to do this and that, you know, and it's just like, if you guys remember when I left Chicago to go back to North Carolina, mess around with Minnie Pearl. And, and I told you about how I felt on that plane ride back to North Carolina. That's how I felt in this case, you know, in this instant. So I get to his house and he's got this, this old riggedy house. It's like, um, <laughs> if I can describe it, it would be, it's like someone picked up the house with a crane and dropped it back to the ground and split the house in two. And so if you are, if you are on one side of the house, you're on one hill and then there's a, then it, uh, it peaks and then they go down, you go to the other side of the house, then you go out to the, the uh, downside of the hill. It was, it was bad. It was um very dark place. And so he came here, you know, I get I get there. He's like, here's your room, you know. You know, you start looking for a child, da 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 da. I mean, he's he's holding the mere change about me. And um but it he didn't it didn't reveal himself. It didn't reveal itself until later, right? And uh, we I became a hobbit. Um, I had a PS2, and uh, my favorite my favorite game. I still play it to the day because that game got me through. Right? Um, I had a PS2, and I, I played a game called MLB Show. I still play it to the day. <laughs> I always get the updated version every year. Um, but I was a hobbit, and when I say hobbit, I mean I was a home. I I never left that room. I'm going to tell you how bad it got. I don't want to get too graphic, but I'm going to tell you how bad it got. Um, To the point where I would not leave out of the room to go to the bathroom. That's how bad it was. What he would do is was that he would go and, because he never cooked. It was very rare that they cooked. And um, and I wasn't, I wasn't cooking. I was just not in the the mental capacity to cook anything. Like, I believe, I believe at this point in the game, I probably could have passed away and, unal- and unalive myself and I would have been okay with it at this point in my life. It was just bad. Um, the, the stress of it all, living with somebody that I haven't seen in, you know, 15 years. Um, and the pressure, the stress, Wonder what she's doing. Wanting to be home. Wanting to make things right. I had a lot of emotional stuff happening at this juncture. This podcast is actually therapeutic. <laughs> but anyways, so I'm with him. I'm, I'm living with him, and I'm drinking like every day. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not a bad. I'm not a terrible drunk, but I drink, or I drank at the time. I, I did. I haven't. I haven't drank in forever, but. Um, I drank uh, that Pinnacle vodka. That was my drink of choice, and he would go, he would go to the he would go to the ABC store, you know, every other day make a make a liquor run, you know, and we would get drunk. And he would try to he would try to give me advice about life and this and that. But I, it was a ploy just to get me out of the room because I would I would, I'm telling you I would not leave that room. And to the point where I had fast food cups in the room 
then I would watch TV because he did have cable. I watch TV. I play the PlayStation. Watch TV. Play PlayStation. And I would just mope around in that room. Um, and I would only leave out of the room when they were gone. Him and his girlfriend. Um, they ended up leaving in the mornings. He he worked. Uh, at, I don't know where he worked at, and she worked with her mama. I don't know where she worked at either, but I know that for five six hours out of the day they were gone. And Sometimes I believe he had two big old, he had two big pit bulls that I had to take care of because he was like, his excuse was, well, if you're not going to leave the house, then you can watch the dog. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, these nasty, poopy dogs, you know, whatever, man. Um, and so there, and there were times I would leave, go to the library and walk downtown Greensboro because you know, where he lived, he lived right across the street from UNCG. So I, for those that, that I don't know that, I know that is that's UNC Greensboro, University of North Carolina in Greensboro, which was right across the street. Um, and I stayed with him for about three months before I got my first job. And I, I worked uh, at a little pub bar uh, down the street uh, from the house. I mean, literally, I can walk to work. And I was a part-time cook there. Um, so I went in. And it was, it was okay, right? I had to get out of the house. I was dying. I was literally dying um, because I wouldn't eat. When I lived with him, um, I, drunk, I drunk more than I ate. I think I might have ate twice a week, maybe. And that, and that was by choice. It wasn't, it wasn't that, it was no food in the house. It was his choice. Um. And I can't, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't get it together, you know? Um, and mind you, me and Strawberry talked every day on the phone. Every day we talked. I, I think it was, a, I think it was a bugging type of deal, but it was, we talked every single day. And, but it was like, we have conversations and, she, and it, 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 it was, it would be, so hopeful, like, yeah, I got a chance, I got a chance, you know, and one day, you know, after all of that, no, I went up there, okay, so um, let, me, let me go back a step, um, we split up in July, right, but we kept, we stayed in communication, like I said, we talked every day, and so Christmas of 2013, uh, she, uh, allow me to come up and visit. Now, it was um, me and just just in this time, just struggling, struggling, right? And I go up, I go up, and I, because the daughter that she had, uh, it was Kiana, uh, the daughter that she had, um, you know, I, I helped her raise her. I loved her. That was like, like she was my daughter. You know, when people used to ask me, um, how many kids I got out, you know, she would definitely be in the number. And this is the same one I went to high school graduation with, same one, you know, that I messed up majorly with. But anyways, that's my MO, I suppose. Um, so I go up to visit her in 2013. Now, this is just a break from, I didn't tell her the struggle I was going through. Not that she probably would have cared, but I, you know, I didn't mention it. 
Um, so 2013, I go up and still out of sorts. And what's funny is that I bought a one-way ticket because I just knew that she would take me back. I just knew it. I just knew that she was going to see me and uh, I was gonna charm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charm her right out of her panties. She's going to stay right there. She's going to want me to stay and not want me to leave and all that. <laughs> Funny, right? <laughs> so I get there and it didn't happen. And she was like, okay, so when you going home? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You could, you're here for the moment when you going home. And so I remember buying a, uh, a bus ticket. Um, somebody, somebody, one of my friends uh, from back home. They were my best friend in Kenya. I can't remember. But somebody sent me some bus fare money. And I bought me a, I bought me a Greyhound ticket from Chicago back home. And that was hard. That was, it, it was like heartbreak all over again. Because I'm like, I came all this way and you still and you still gonna leave me hanging? Like what? I don't get it. I thought you loved me, you know. So I go on the bus, I come back home. And he's there waiting, my my best friend, right? Uh so with him it was just terrible. The whole situation, I should never I should never went and live with this man. Uh to this day, and I got to tell you, and to this day, we haven't uttered a word to each other, but this is what happened. One day, we were sitting around the house, and, well, he actually, he got me out of my room that day, right? So I'm sitting around the house, and we just kind of chilling. We were playing um, uh, one of those boxing games on the Xbox. Um, and we were just having a good time. It wasn't, it was kind of a chill day. Uh, we, had, we, had gotten some, we had gotten some weather, so it was a little bit of snow, a little bit of ice, you know? And he invited some friends over. The, the weather broke, right? Weather broke, and sun came out. Stuff started melting. It was that bipolar weather. So one one in the morning it's a wintry storm. The by two o'clock it's you know it's a heat wave. So he invites some friends over, and they all they all there. It's like four or five of them, and they get to drink. Now this particular day I wasn't drinking. I couldn't figure out why I wasn't drinking because I was drinking. I was drinking any other time, but um, I wasn't drinking. I didn't drink that day, but they did. They were drinking and smoking weed. So I don't smoke weed because I can't. I don't, I don't know. I suck at it. So they get drunk. We go outside, you know, play a little football because it's, it's hot in the house, right? Because of the way he was heating his house, he had an old. Like, the house was old in the dirt, right? So. He was he was you know, heating the house with like a wood heater or something. I can't remember, but it was hot. Remember that. And so we go outside because uh, it's you know of course cooler outside because we had some weather. We're playing football. Things you know they're starting to the, the people that came in uh, the, the his friends that came over didn't like me. They thought I was a um, a, a free a freeloader because I didn't work. I stayed in the room. I ate food. I didn't input anything into the home. Even though I had a little part-time job at the place, uh, at the little pub or whatever, um, that it, it didn't matter. Nonetheless. So, eventually, the, the mood got weird. I'm not sure what happened exactly, but the mood got weird. Like the, the mood got weird 
AF. You understand? And he said something crazy. And he and I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something to the lines of, you know, I need for you to go ahead and get out or something like that. And I'm sure that's what it said, but I can't remember exactly. And I was like, okay, you know. And they, they kept bullying me and bullying me and bullying me. And so he finally I just snapped off. And I said, fuck all y'all. Excuse my friends. You know, y'all make me sick. Y'all don't know what y'all doing. Y'all drinking. You go somewhere and calm down. Y'all need to go home. Whatever. The next thing I know, this dude pounces on me like Tigger. <laughs> and I'm talking about Tigger from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, and he wasn't being jolly with it. I mean, he was. He went for my neck. You know, it's like I can't. I could have died. Almost dead. You know. And it's just one of those things in my life. I was just like, I cannot. Like, why? How did I get here, God? Why? Just take me. At this point in the game, it was just, just take me. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. The ex-wife won't, the ex-wife won't take me back. My family. Is non-existent. Nobody has nobody has extended their hand, offered to help. Nothing. My mama gone. You know, I'm struggling. Straight up struggling in my life at this point. Um, so who comes to my aid? My baby's mama. <laughs> uh, she comes to my aid and. I actually moved back home, back to my, I think I moved in with my grandma for a little while. Somebody finally came through. Um, but my baby mama, you know, her mother had a tax business. And so I went down there to help her mother, you know, run the tax office. I was, I was, I didn't do taxes or nothing like that. I was just, you know, somebody to help out in the lobby. And, you know, she paid me, you know, uh, to just be a presence. You know, it wasn't nothing major. She did my taxes. This and that. Uh, so it was a pretty good arrangement. Now, mind you, and I, I, it's probably doesn't even need to be said, but, you know, I was still I was still sleeping with her. Um, I wouldn't say for, I wouldn't say it was, um, you know, whatever. But it was, it was, it was, you know, she was, Maybe mom. She was, she was my first. She was my first uh, sexual encounter. So of course we had that bond, right? Even though she had a boyfriend and all that, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? I know that she still wanted me. So we had fun with it. Well, her mother took care. Of, you know, her mother paid me every week. We would go out. We would go out as a group, and you know, in that moment in my life, um, that really helped me. And I never did get a chance to thank her for that. Because it's it's so far in people's it's so far behind in people's brains they don't even remember. But that was that helped me so much because uh, I was struggling like I had no sense of worth like at all like I didn't know. And so I guess I told you like I told you me and me and Strawberry was still talking talk every day. And so one day she called me out of the blue. This is. I was there in 2013. She called me in May of 2014. And she said, no, I get my, I get my dates wrong. 2000 and I'll get my dates wrong. My bad. I left in 2014. So 
It was 2010. Sorry. <laughs> she called me in 2010 and said, Hey, now this is what I heard in my head. This is what I told my therapist yesterday. This, I'm, this is what I, I said. I said, what I heard was, hey, let's come and be, a, let's, let's get back together and be a family. That's what I heard. But what she actually said was, you can come here, get on your feet, you know, help, you know, be a, be a father to uh, Kiana. And then once you get settled, once you get, once you get good, you can get, you know, you can get your own spot or whatever. That's what she said. But what I heard was, hey, let's get together. <laughs> Oh man, I tell you what, and I thought about it for a minute, you know, I had a moment of, I don't know, I, you know, in this moment, as much as I begged her, as much as I pleaded with her, you know, at this point I was like, eh. I got, a, I, had, I got a little bit of pause and it took me a minute, you know, right? um, but I said, okay, let's do it. You know, um, again, doing it under what I thought, you know, doing it under what I heard, right? That that's, that could be dangerous, <laughs> right? I'm doing it, uh, and so June, no, yeah, June of two thousand and eleven, no, two thousand ten, I leave North Carolina again to go to uh, Illinois. And I got to tell you guys, um, when I left North Carolina, I left whatever common sense I, le- I had <laughs> back in North Carolina. I get to, I get to uh, Chicago and life turns into complete crap at this point. Now, I'm not going to get into uh, the four-year stretch in this episode. That's episode 10. That's the next one. Let me clarify some things uh, in this episode. So the years I got mixed up, okay? So it was, uh, I went up Christmas of 2009, uh, 2009, I went up, um, and then she called me 2010 to come up. So that's just so you know, the years we kind of missed. I kept saying 2014, but I, I eventually left Illinois in 2014. So just I got the, the, the years mixed up. So it was 2009 when I first went up for Christmas, and then I went up uh, to stay there because she wanted to be with me in 2010. So I'm gonna cut it off right there because. Chapter 10 is where it gets rocky, like legit, because I said, I know I said that every, I know people who listen and say, you said that every, every uh, episode, which, well, the whole damn thing's a rabbit hole. Just keep listening. <laughs> uh, so the next four years really molded me as a man. Um, just to give you a little bit of a description of what the, the next four years were. You know, you, how you, you know how you, when you go to the military, if anybody listening to this and they've been in the military, they say, well, we have to break you down first to build you up. That's what that was. That's what the next four years was like. Uh, because I I went through a breakdown period. It was bad, 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 bad. All right? But we'll get into it. Episode 10, next one. Uh, but 
anyway, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you. I love all of you guys. Love my therapist is listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, I really appreciate you. You guys can check out the podcast on all podcasting platforms. You can check out uh, 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 buzzsprout.com slash Knucklehead Chronicles podcast. Guys, check me out on TikTok, too, uh, at Knucklehead Chronicles. Um, you can, uh, and please, if you guys are following me, uh, follow my wife on TikTok and Facebook. Um, uh, her name on TikTok is Fight for, uh, Fighting for Fighting for Change 2022. You know, follow her. She's a strong advocate. Love her for what she does and advocating for the kids and all. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go and get out of here. You guys have a great, great weekend. I got a big weekend uh, ahead of me at work. So I'm going to go and get to that. And so you guys have a great rest of your day. We will see you on the next episode. Look at Chronicles. It's your man, the guru. And I'm out.